0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of August 6th. We welcome Kill No Abatros. The band talks about their latest EP, Speak True Evil. This plus much more coming up next.
1: Beat the Heat and score big with cool savings, starting at just $20 a game. With the Marlins Flex 4 pack, you can customize your summer at the ballpark. Pick four games with four epic giveaways. Sport the look with stylish Marlins jerseys, snag up a talking pit bull bobble, and add another one with a DJ Khaled bobblehead. Catch your Marlins in action with the perfect summer deal. For a list of games, giveaways, and to purchase your Flex 4 pack. Visit Marlins.com slash Flex4. Step down to the get down. Alright, whenever you're ready, you're
2: ready. Five seconds to the open.
1: Aquarius,
2: watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster. Go. Retro. Go.
0: Go. Vital. We're Go. going Go. Guidance. Friends. Surgeon. Go, Biden. Go. Go. We're going to fly. GNC. We're going Go. to tell you. Go. The control. Go. Caféo. Go. Go.
2: The Roman
3: Show.
1: With your host, Rodolfo Roman.
0: All right, everyone, it's another episode of The Roman Show for the week. As I mentioned, August 6th, as we get going, and, uh well,. Welcome back, the one and only, the Dashing One, Mr. George Alonzo.
3: Yes, and I apologize to all you listeners who had to put up with only Rodolfo Roman's voice as you needed to hear the Dashing One with, of course, my world-famous Coca-Cola-flavored margarita. And you got some
0: skeleton-molded uh, ice
3: cubes. Yep. Makes it even better. This Coca-Cola margarita taste Wonderful. Would you like to have a sip?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. You know, you know, just fight the occasion. About two months and a half now, we're going to be uh, Halloween.
3: Yeah. Happy Halloween. I wonder, maybe I should come make a pumpkin spice margarita for that time. Yeah, yeah
0: It's a fall term. Why not? Hey, guys, want to make sure that I uh, remind you here all the time. you got to get yourself the Collar and Elbow t-shirt. Visit CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Use the promo code The Roman Show All in Caps. That is the Roman Show All in Caps. Get your t-shirt, collar and elbowbrand.com. The shirts are just absolutely amazing. And uh, it's not your your uh, kitty t-shirt here. You could take this thing out and look real cool in the gym. Roman Show is the promo code all in caps. Visit Fight Club Doral, located at 8181 Northwest 12th Street. Ask for Henry Morales, let him know the Roman show sent you. And you'll get your one day free pass. That's fight clubbed around you. Heard the Marlins uh, ad run here on the Roman Show. And we're giving away two free tickets to the Marlins game on August 11th. All you have to do is, well, get the right answer. And we'll hook you up with a pair of tickets August 11th. What are the years that the Marlins won the World Series? If you could get back to us, info at theromanshow.com. The person with the right answer. Response, or we'll choose uh, the winner here on The Roman Show. We'll announce it on our social media accounts Roman Show Media on Facebook and on Instagram and The Roman Show on Twitter. Also, subscribe on our YouTube channel, roman 201 where you can catch my good man here, George Alonso, interviewing Judith Hogue, the original April O'Neill. How was that, by the way? It was wonderful. It was actually like almost. Uh, going through
3: childhood again because this was a movie that I grew up watching and the fact that I was able to sit and speak to this great woman in Mrs. Hogue she's a wonderful wonderful woman uh, that I got to stand next to her and interview her it just makes me go back to my years of watching this movie and saying to myself how lucky was I so take it as my only compliment to you Mr. Roman Thank you, and thank you to the Roman Show
0: for the opportunity. Yeah, and that was absolutely awesome. Check out that interview. She talks about her contributions, uh, contributing to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and reading the script and what got her really motivated to be part of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. All right, coming up next, guys, we're going to talk reality check, talking pro wrestling. You uh reality Well, we're talking to Pro Wrestling now here on the Roman show. What are you doing, man? I'm enjoying my margarita. To tell margarita. Yeah. Hey, let, let's get to the point here. Read some news here. Matt Hardy has tweeted a very cryptic message saying or hinting retirement. He mentioned that uh, previously that he was injured in the back uh, and in the pelvis area. Uh, Matt Hardy's return with Jeff Hardy, of course, back in 20, 2016, right? Mm-hmm. 26 in WrestleMania when they returned to the WWE. They had a great run as a tag team. But once they split him up, even though many people wanted to have the walk in Matt Hardy, it, something seems to lack. I know he won the under the Giant uh, Battle Royal, but... I mean, let's face it. The person who wins the Andre the Battle Royal, pretty much you're buried.
3: Yeah, and, and mind you, that in this case, I, like I've always said, what has the Andre the Giant Battle Royal done for anyone? So far, I haven't seen much, to be honest with you. If not, yes, the prestige of like, carrying Andre the Giant's name around is it, wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But the, like, when you present that match by saying, oh, it's done so much greatness for so many people's careers, Exactly what are you
0: talking about? But at the same time, back to Matt Hardy. I I mean, he's hurt. We understand that. But how much can we do of Matt Hardy? He's done what he wanted to. And that is bringing in uh, everything that he did. Basically, an impact wrestling to WWE with a whole Woken Matt Hardy gimmick. And now he's teaming up with Bray Wyatt. But do you think he still has some left in him in his career before he really calls it quit? I one
3: can only tell. You know, I'm, I, I don't live in the body of Matt Hardy. I could prob- possibly say, yes, he's probably gone through hell and is probably going through a lot of pain because of what he's put his body through in, in the many, many years of the business that he's been in. But So who can blame him for feeling the way he's, he does? He's, he's devoted so many years to the business to entertain us. So, all I got to say is that if it's true, if it's really true that Matt Hardy's time is coming, then I say thank you very much, Matt. But if not, let's just, just continue the ride. Let's just continue having fun.
0: Well, I, I would, you see, I would really love for the WWE to put at least the Intercontinental title around his waist. Or, I mean, he, he's a great character. He's a great spokesperson. He reinvented himself as the Woken Matt Hardy gimmick. I remember that Matt Hardy 2.0 crap. But this really r- refreshed his character. And when when I'm, let me tell you, I was excited when they came back because I said, well, we're going to get the woken Matt Hardy. And we have. But then they teamed him up with, with Bray Wyatt. So the whole single character kind of got buried away. So why not give him one last hurrah? Give him the Intercontinental title. Man, I, I, he deserves it.
3: Yes, he deserves it, but I don't see it happening. If you notice he's nowhere even near that picture. He's more focused on the tag team titles. Uh with uh, with of course uh, Bray Wyatt. So I don't see it if if it's true, if the rumors are true of him retiring, uh I don't see it happening. Sadly, yes, I'm with you. I'm I would love to see it, but just because I would love to see it, does that make it mean that it would happen? No. Uh, so yes, I would love to see it But I don't think it's going to happen
0: Oh, Let's see what happens here with Matt Hardy uh, I'd like to get your thoughts Do you think Matt Hardy deserves a shot At the Intercontinental Heck, why not even the championship The Universal title, although that's way, way out there I think that would never happen yeah, You're just asking for too much Yeah, I'm pushing that one But, you know, does he deserve a shot at the Intercontinental Info at com is uh, the email to shoot us We'd love to get your opinions here And read it on the air next week hey Kane he ran for office we got another pro wrestler who is a politician he joins the ranks of uh, Jesse Ventura uh I know Rhino tried to run for office but he failed mm-hmm. but he's just one of the uh, the many pro wrestlers that has taken to the political spectrum and he's done a great job uh a Knoxville mayor and, you know many people don't know Kane as a political uh, figure but let me tell you, he's a very smart man, very smart. He, he's, he's savvy as far as what's going on in the world uh, when it comes to finances. And I think this is a, a great opportunity. He's a Republican, so there, he was actually uh, pushing the pace there for the Republicans in Tennessee. Now, so George, is that pretty much it? Are we done with Kane? No more in the WWE? I can't say yes or I can't say no.
3: Uh, because when he was even appearing in the WWE for during that tag team segment that they were having with the Bludgeon Brothers, many critics went onto Twitter by saying that they can't trust Kane as a mayor because he was putting he wasn't putting 100% focus into his campaign. So I see Kane at this point just focusing on his political career as that's where he is right now. And why and who can blame him? So I won't. That's for sure.
0: So you don't think we'll see him one more I, – I don't know what the term is. I don't know if it's two or four years. But you, you think it will be some time until we see Kane inside the squared circle?
3: I think so. I think – and even if he does, I don't think it's going to be for a major major anything. I think it will be one of those quick in-and-outs. So I, I don't see him coming. One of those
0: special raw, you know, bringing back the past to the blast or something like that?
3: Yeah, pretty much. One of those little – uh, raw anniversaries or what have you.
0: Well, turning another news, Jerry Lawler, as we know, his son passed away, Brian Christopher, and uh, he was he was buried over the weekend. And, and and one thing really caught my attention, George, is that Jerry Lawler, despite the fact that his son uh, died, he showed up to his booking, and he wore Brian Christopher's um, what they like a vest or whatnot that he had that the Brian Christopher used to wear but yeah like a vest and it with his name listen it just show you know and we've spoken to Jerry Lawler many times but wow i mean for that man uh to show up uh, at a wrestling event right after his son died and still be able to perform the guy the guy has a lot of a uh, lot of heart yeah i agree like no
3: one no one would be able to do what Jerry Lawler did, especially when you lose your own son. So it, it, it's I, I I can't put into words where he what he feels so or felt per se.
0: Forty six years old, George. Yeah,
3: no, yeah. It, it's listen as the saying goes all the time: a parent never expects to bury their child. They expect their child to bury them. Mm-hmm. And when you put yourself in a situation like what happened to Jerry Lawler, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's hard. Because I've spoken to Jerry many times, and he's a very down-to-earth, uh, straightforward guy, and this must be hell for him. So, uh, you know, my condolences to the Lawler family, of course.
0: Very sad situation, but, uh, you know, one thing that we can say is that the wrestling community has come together and ha- has has shown to be there in appreciation uh, to Jerry Lawler, as we've seen all the tweets that have gone out, and he has been responsive to that, which just shows you that he needed that, you know, he needed that support and that love from the wrestling community, and it's definitely helping him out. All right, Dean Ambrose, George, he's clear to go any minute now, any day now, we're going to see him in the WWE he was not part of Monday Night Raw. We all thought he was going to be that mystery tag team partner. But where do you put Dean Ambrose? Do you think he can spice up Monday Night Raw? Of course. He brings
3: that crazy, out-of-this-world character you just never expect. As a matter of fact, some of his segments were some of the funniest stuff I used to ever watch during the Seth Rollins-Dean Ambrose feud. It's, I, D- Dean Ambrose needs to be back on WWE television. Bar none. I don't care how you introduce him. You have to bring him back because he brings that outer, that, that different character to your screen. He reminds me a lot of Brian Pillman because Brian Pillman was the loose cannon. So is Dean Ambrose. So I, we need to see him back. We need that crazy SOB back on our TV. So, yes, I think he is what WWE needs right
0: now. Speaking of Brian Pillman, Brian Pillman Jr., his son actually uh, debuted on MLW uh, recently on uh, Bain Sports, and we had him here on the Roman Show not too long ago, uh, and, and the kid is very fresh, very young, and hasn't, I don't even think it's been two years that he's been in the pro wrestling scene. but keep an eye on him, you know, he's a, he's a pretty talented guy, and I know that as he gets more experience inside the ring, you're going to get a, a lot of fun coming out of this guy. Hey, want to talk to Metal Hero real quickly, not sure if you caught this, George, but Two men, check this out, two men in Germany, they lived in a retirement home. And one of their wishes was to attend Wakenhut. Wakenhut is a heavy metal concert. Unfortunately, George, they were unable to make it to the heavy metal concert because as they ordered the taxi, the police officers stopped them. Now that is shameful. You're trying to, you know what I'm saying? You're in a retirement home. You want to get the hell out. You're sick and, and looking at, you know, whomever's in front of you. You know, have all these other old people farting and chatting and fighting. And you want just one time just to go out with your boy to catch a heavy metal show. And they were caught by the police. Shame on you, man. So for that reason, we're going to bring in Kill Noah Patras. They are all the way from Canada. This band was on the Vans Warped Tour. It was actually the last festival this past weekend here in West Palm Beach. The Vans Warped Tour is no longer. That is it. It's over. I don't know where all these bands, that used to perform in Vans Warped Tour. uh, You know, that that was the the great thing about it because you would go to the festival and you would see all these bands all one day. You know, little bands that you probably wouldn't come to your town. But it was the only opportunity that you would see them. Unfortunately, that is not happening anymore. Again, where are we going to see these bands? Uh, You know, we just got to get lucky to see if they are fit into a bill. But that really sucks because we love festivals and this was a great opportunity for us to see and hear some new music and now that has come to an end either way kna on the roman show alex of the band joins us to talk about their latest ep coming up next kill no albatross
1: heat and score big with cool savings starting at just $20 a game with the Marlins flex four pack you can customize your summer at the ballpark pick four games with four epic giveaways sport the look with stylish Marlins jerseys snag up a talking pit bull bobble and add another one with a DJ Khaled bobblehead catch your Marlins in action with the perfect summer deal for a list of games giveaways and to purchase your flex four pack visit marlins.com flex four
0: Rodolph Roman here of The Roman Show. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on the socials. That's at The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. And we're always live on the TheRomanshow.com. Well, all the way from Canada, Alex Alice of Kill No Albatross joins us, better known as KA, right now on the line. You can check him out on the Vans Warp Tour, the last festival of all time. This is it. No more Vans Warped Tour, fortunately. But Alex joins us right now to talk about the band's music and, of course, their performances. I know you'll be uh, late June. You'll be out in um, right there in your home state, in your home um, area of Canada, performing part of Band's Warped Tour. So, Alex, thanks so much for joining us here on The Roman Show.
2: Yeah, no, thanks for having me.
0: So, Alex, you've released some new music. Uh, Apex Predator right now streaming available on Spotify. For more details, you can visit theromanshow.com. You can check out the music there. Uh, so what has the band been out to? You've put out some music. you put out some EPs. Now you're going to be touring, but a, a lot of stuff happening uh, in your uh, band's uh, lifetime or career. So what's going on with the band right now?
2: Uh, so, yeah, so we just put out the, uh, the song Apex Predator, grab it on Spotify or we're streaming platform mm-hmm. your choice. Uh, and then also what's coming up after uh, that is the work Tour appearance of so July 17th in toronto we're going to be going nuts on the stage and that'll be a lot of fun and as you said it's the last one so uh if you have ever wanted to come to a Warp tour uh this is your last opportunity so i why not and then uh, also we have a bunch of shows coming up after Warp tour we're going uh basically across ontario and quebec so and kind of you know hitting all the major cities so hamilton toronto guelph uh, uh montreal quebec ottawa uh, etc so you can look at our facebook and find all the dates there, but yeah, that's potentially what's coming up.
0: And, and what about as far as the music? you released Apex Predator, but any chances we're going to get a new album? I know you released some EPs. What's the status on that?
2: Yeah, so uh, July 13th, we're going to uh, release the entire oh. EP that Apex Predator was off of. So you're going to get three more songs that are, uh, you know, varying degrees of quality now. They're all, they're all as good as Apex <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, so, so uh, uh, that's uh, the new music thing, and, and also live, we're going to have a couple more uh, covers and stuff, so uh, kind of uh, an, an impetus for you to come out to the show, I guess,
0: and uh, see that. Now, as far as the full length album, uh, is there plans to release it later this year, next year, or are you guys just testing the waters and just releasing some EPs for now?
2: I would. We would love to do a full-length album. It's. Uh, it's funny. As I'm as I'm doing this uh, interview, I'm sitting in my car in a parking lot outside of Burlington Mall, and I'm getting ready to go uh, work at a chocolate store. Uh, that's one of the one of the uh, one of the many jobs that the five of us have in order to um, uh, fund the band. Right. So uh, it's just, it's a matter of uh, amassing the funds necessary to go in and spend ten thousand dollars on a full-length album. And, I mean, it will likely happen one day. I can't
0: say when, but it would be amazing to do that, and that's kind of our goal, so we'll see. So here you go. You're, you're on war tour, and you all guys have your own jobs individually because at the end of the day, you have to pay your bills. How, how is it then yep. you know, for that, for that moment, for that chance, that one hour, two hours that you get to hit the, the stage? Um, tell me about that feeling when you guys all get together and perform in front of that crowd, and they give you that energy.
2: Uh, it's, uh, what was it that Arnold said in Pump and Iron?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. About,
2: uh, yeah, the, the pump is, like, uh, like coming or whatever. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I remember that one. Well, it's, so, yeah, exactly. it, it's sort of, yeah, exactly. It's sort of the, the same idea. It, it, it's, um, you know, you work uh, kind of constantly, and then it all kind of, uh, uh can I use the word climaxes? Maybe sure. we'll say that, we'll say that anyway. Wait, so it, it all kind of, it all crescendos, maybe I'll say. In the in the 20 minutes to half hour that you're you're on that stage, and so it's it's a feeling uh, of of you know what I'm doing is is kind of worth it almost. It's like it's like uh, um, satisfaction I guess. And, uh, you know more than one.
0: <laughs> so when do you guys since you guys have different uh, jobs, when do you guys get together to produce and write the music, and what inspiration? do you look for where's your where's the motivation or where's the inspiration behind the lyrics to the music uh,
2: so generally the band gets together and practices uh, like twice a week Sundays Wednesdays um, and uh, you know we just three hours or so each time we just try and you know get the set in write some new stuff do kind of just tackle whatever is the most pressing at the time and then in terms of the lyrics um, uh, we take a lot of inspiration kind of going off the band name from kind of old, old literature and characters and, um, kind of, I think that's one of our niches and that uh, we kind of take the metal sound, the rock sound and take a kind of, you know, uh, lyrical content from these, uh, kind of unexpected sources and stuff and kind of create something a little bit, a little different, uh, a little, maybe a little more provoking or whatever and, um, so yeah, so like the band name, right, comes from Frankenstein and kind of going off of that, we like to take, uh, Take inspiration from again older kind of kind of books and encyclopedias and weird stuff and kind of uh, you know put our put own spin on it and set music to it. So and each song's different. I mean, there's no no unifying theme aside from that kind of source material um, uh, that I just mentioned.
0: And now when it comes, of course, to the lyrics, but the sound, the sound you got a very unique sound. You. It's a blend of different type of genres of music. You throw a little bit of everything from progressive, from the metal, a little bit of everything. How, how does that? How do you make it work? How do you find that that ingredient to get all these things so that can sound nice?
2: I think the the, the uh,
0: I think the ingredient is, is conflict.
2: I think it's the fact that none of us listen to the same music, and um, when we are in the rehearsal space and, and time is short, you know, we're all kind of trying to get our ideas in, and we're following vocal guys and we all have ideas about uh you know the song and kind of the best way to to structure it and and what you know what riff would sound good here and whatever and so i think it's it's almost uh uh you know uh, uh, friction starts fires right and so it's uh it's just sort of that that constant grating against each other that <laughs> ultimately results in something that we are all happy with um, it can be a little stressful at the time, but, I, but it'll, it inspires kind of, um, not only something unique, but something that is a product, a truly a band product. It's not just not, not one principal songwriter, really. Uh, there's five guys all contributing
0: 20%. So now you're going to hit the tours, you're going to hit the stage a couple of uh, a days like you mentioned, uh, and again, follow and You can visit the website, get more details, and visit the band's website as far as dates and locations but so for now you're only hitting ontario any chances or any uh uh word that you can give us if you're going to visit down the states come to the united states
2: the states again is something we would love to do uh
0: it's costly again it always comes down to finances
2: and that is a drag but it's the reality of it so it's 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 a question It, it will happen i don't know when i would love to do it next year um, I guess all I can say to that is stay tuned. But for now, it's, this year it's going to be Canadian. Next year, I'd love, love to come to the U.S. That's a, another big thing we wanted to do for a long time. So.
0: And of course, that dream is just, uh, just a short time away. But about the band, tell us a little history. How did you guys get together? How do you know each other? How did it all come about? K and A.
2: Right. So uh, I have known the other guitar player. His name is also Alex. Uh, to make everything nice and confusing, right? <laughs> I've known the other. I've known. The, I've, known I, I've known. Alex too since um, since kindergarten, actually, and so uh, we kind of grew up together and um, went to the same elementary school. And uh, at some point, I believe it would be when we were 12 or 13, we just started. We um, both started playing instruments simultaneously, really, uh, guitar and drums, and we started jamming in his basement and recording, you know, weird, terrible stuff that would never get anyone's attention but it was sort of that's how we started kind of writing songs and everything and along the way, along the years we picked up the other three guys, met them through various avenues, mutual friends, through Kichichi ads, through uh, you know, whatever else may be. And uh um ultimately we fell into this lineup and so now uh this is the lineup that we think is the strongest we've ever had. And I think the material reflects that. So we're, we're pretty happy with uh, how it's come, how it's coming along. And it's, you know it's been a long road in that way. You know, we're playing music, uh, music for what would it be, 12, 11, 12 years now. But um, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be good. So
0: you know, that's a brief brief history. That that must be very confusing to Alex's in the same band. I mean, I just <laughs> do you guys got nicknames? Nicknames? You're, you're... <laughs> you got nicknames that kind of different that, that set you guys yeah. apart? Um,
2: uh, <laughs> we kind of tend to go by last names, I guess, and <laughs> not when, when we're both in the same room. I mean, there's no other option. when we were in school, it would be it would be Alex S and Alex C because we were always in the same classes, so they'd have to kind of add the, the first letter in there. Um, but no, I mean, otherwise we just kind of point at each other and, and you know and swear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Alex, I want to thank you for your time, man, and joining us here and catch the band. Advanced Warp Tour, com is the website. the TheRomanShow.com, you'll find out some more details on how to watch some of the, the, or hear some of the great music, and of course their latest videos, Apex Predator, uh, which is available right now on YouTube and their uh, YouTube channel. Alex, anything else you want to add? Uh,
2: all I want to say is a thank you to George Crotty, and I want to say a thank you to you as well for conducting really marvelous interview. It's actually really nice
0: talking to you. My pleasure, Alec. Thanks so much, man, and we hope to catch you down here in the States. When you do come to the States, make sure you add Florida in there yeah. in your timeline.
2: Oh, for, for sure, for sure. I
0: mean, we we'll be guest listing you for sure. It's awesome, man. Trust me, you will, you will enjoy our, our weather. I know it's very cold out there in Ontario. Not right now. You're okay, but uh, I know in the wintertime, you'll definitely be appreciative of the weather that we got down here.
2: For sure, there will be
0: no <laughs> snow. I'm guessing up there. Nope, we have nothing, just by sun and a lot of heat and uh, and humidity. And right now it's it's a no. it feels like 100 degrees, but you know it's about it's 70, 80 degrees in the in the winter time. So you'll oh, you'll, you'll, you'll be appreciative. <laughs> I'll
2: be sure to pack my short
0: shorts. <laughs> there you go. It's it's always <laughs> a summer vacation down here. <laughs> well, yeah, right, I, well, thanks so much, man, and we'll catch you on tour very soon.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world,
0: welcome to The Showdown. Alright guys, we're back here on The Roman Show again. Send us the response to this question. Who, or what years, did the Miami Martins or back then the Florida Martins win the World Series? The correct answer will be, uh, the person with the correct answer will be randomly chosen and will win two, a pair of tickets to the August 11th game at the Miami Martins Park. All right, George, let's talk some mixed martial arts. We now know that Conor McGregor will be taking on Habib Norma Gadev in October. That is right. Finally, at last, Conor McGregor makes his triumphant return to the octagon. The last time we saw him in action was against Floyd Mayweather in a boxing bout which didn't go his way. So... This is the fight that everyone wanted. Conor, of course, did a little steel macking or or, or throwing uh, uh, barricades or chairs or whatever he did uh, to a bus. In fact, injured some of the fighters. To me, you know, it's sad to say, but the fact that they added that portion to this fight just adds more hype to this fight. You know, because he was looking for Habib. And he was looking for the guy that he wanted to fight. And I know a lot of people, especially those trolls on the internet, they, they're they always saying, oh, the UFC is, is scripted, uh, that everything is set up. I'm not saying this is scripted, George, because he did have to go to court. You know what I mean? It's not like he paid off the the, the, the court system to say, hey, you know, th- th- let's make it a little bit better. But needless to say, I think that the fact that that situation happen just makes it even better, makes it more exciting to watch this fight in October because there's a lot, of lot of heat.
3: Like we were talking about off the air, uh, Mr. Roman, I see this being a one-round fight just because of everything that's transpired, no matter whether it was planned or not, scripted or not, uh, planned, whatever you want to call it. All you critics, all you guys, every fan, everything, you can put whatever label you want on it. Whatever it is, whether it was planned or not, has plenty of heat to go with it. So I'm planning or I'm seeing or I'm expecting it to be a one-round fight. And it should be one hell of a fight with a lot of emotion being invested into it. So This is a fight you definitely don't
0: want to miss Absolutely not And I'll tell you this I got my money on Habib I'm telling you McGregor lost his only Well his second loss His first loss actually Was to a guy who took him to the ground His other one is against Diaz But Habib is a monster He's undefeated His striking is is precise He doesn't waste any punches And his wrestling is up to par I mean, this guy is solid. For goodness sake, there's videos of Habib wrestling like a baby cub or a bear in Russia. So some crap like that, you can check it out on the internet. This guy's no joke. Habib Nurmagomedov is the future of MMA. And I'm sorry, Conor McGregor. I know you're going to talk the talk. But when it comes to walk the walk, well, you're going to really be challenged by Habib Nurmagomedov. GSP George says that he wants the winner of these two. He wants either Habib or he wants Conor McGregor in a fight. And he wants to fight this year. Now, this fight is scheduled for October. The UFC will return to Madison Square Garden in, in November. That's not going to happen. It's too soon. Then you got December. There's a fight and uh, there's a UFC pay-per-view taking place in Toronto. That could happen. But I don't think that Conor, perhaps Habib, but Conor wouldn't like that quick turnaround. I think we're going to have to see this fight in the future. But now there are rumors, George, that GSP is being offered a fight against Anderson Silva. This, of course, is a fight that many people have wanted for many, many years. It's the super fight. And at this point, why not? People will tune into that fight, whether you like it or not. I know that Anderson Silva is not in his prime. GSP, I'm not saying that he's not in his prime, but we haven't seen him compete many, many times as he's used to. But this is a fight that will definitely bring in a lot of money and a lot of attention to this pay-per-view.
3: It would bring money, and it will bring a lot of attention, but it won't be the same fight we expected comparing
0: to many years ago. Well, that I mean, this goes back to, like, Floyd Mayweather and, and Manny Pacquiao. The fight that we got is not the fight that could have been if it would have been taken. Five years ago. But
3: that's what I'm saying. So UFC plays a risk at this. They probably already know the risk. You know, they're they're businessmen. They know what they're doing. They rather put the money than the risk. And I and they'll get that money. But at the same time, you like and I've said this in previous times before, you have to be careful with the risk that you take because sometimes those risks will PO those New fans or P.O. those old fans and say, oh, we got garbage. Because a lot of people complain about the Pacquiao and, and Mayweather fight. Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, if Pacquiao was in his farm, I, be, I bet you this fight would have been better. Same thing goes for these two. So what I'm saying is this. I think, Mr. Roman, in my opinion, yes, Habib might be able to do it with that turnaround in December. And Conor McGregor might not like it to be so quick, but if the money is right for Conor, you better you, you damn well know that he will take it, especially against a legend like GSP. So my guess is take priority in the winner of Habib and Conor, and that and then if neither one work, then pitch Anderson Silva. Reason I say this is because. Like you were mentioning Habib most likely Connor most likely not but if money's right I think it'll happen there you'll get your money fight and a dream fight that fans will probably enjoy because Connor and Habib are in their prime if those don't work then you got Anderson and and GSP you got your money fight your dream fight but you don't get the result that you're looking for most likely
0: and yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and keep an eye on that or what unfolds. Uh, between the return of potential return of GSP, Demetrius Johnson has been dethroned from the flyweight title as Henry Cejudo is now the new champion. It was the the rematch between these two. Many folks are saying that Demetrius Johnson was robbed, that they're upset at the result. But listen, when it comes to the point system, I think it was right on the money. Henry Cejudo and uh, let's see the third, the fourth, the fifth. He had some takedowns. I know it wasn't as impactful or as damaging as the kicks that Demetrius Johnson was taking, although Demetrius Johnson took a lot of, you know, he made a couple kicks, but it's not like if he really destroyed or damaged completely Henry Cejudo. That's why he was still pursuing the wrestling, and he did, and he got him to the ground. But listen, kudos to Henry Cejudo. I know we're going to get an immediate rematch between these two. DJ definitely deserves it. He broke a record, 11 Consecutive title defenses, he 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 beat that Anderson Silva uh, record. So DJ of course deserves that. He was injured too at the same time. But hey, congratulations to Henry Cejudo, an Olympic wrestler, is now the new UFC flyweight champion. And TJ Dillashaw destroyed Cody. And well, what's next for the bantamweight champion, right? What what, what's going to happen next? Well, TJ Dillashaw I think should definitely get an opportunity to defend his title. Against the one and only Dominic Cruz A former champion These two already fought all, each other already once And I would definitely like to see these two Go at it one more time Alright guys, well, thanks very much For tuning in this week on the Roman Show Follow us on our media, on our social media accounts Roman Show Media On Facebook and Instagram And the Roman Show on Twitter Al Roman one on YouTube, George
3: Hey, keep on tuning in What flavors of margarita Should I have next? Keep it
0: tuned. Keep it tuned right here on The Roman Show, Show TheRomansHow.com, where we are almost always live 24-7. You haven't been on, you haven't been heard. I have
2: a little bit left.